Hi and welcome back to the best thing you watch this week. Chris from Movies and Munchies and myself, Reuben from the Ruby Tuesday, started this endeavor over three years ago now. Oh We've done gosh. many, many episodes. This is our fourth season. Uh, we're a few weeks into it, and thank you so much for joining us. If this is your first time here, the general format is we talk about the best things that we watched. We also talk about the, the worst things we watched sort of in the audio exclusive section along with a film we haven't seen for a long time or have never seen and then in that audio exclusive section wherever listen to your podcast we also talk about entertainment news and what we're looking forward to but first we always start with a movie quote quiz which chris has been doing for quite a while now he'll tell you whoever won in the comment section from last week's and then he'll give us three new easy ones and what i mean by easy ones is ones that we just can't guess normally except for <laughs> three people uh, <laughs> um we have a patreon that we have about 90 uh videos in there now that's going well with a select few people i think i think we've got about 11 people that have joined us on the patreon supporting us in the various so tiers awesome. it starts at a pound so if you want to get access to those 90 videos one pound uh we'd love to have you there the app for the patreon now consists with the chat so if you download the app you can talk to us about all things entertainment not just that you know whatever i'm going through during the week i will <laughs> ch chuck up there uh, you know so you guys get a little insight into the humanity the the human side of ruben or just the the geeky side of ruben because i'll often chuck up a bit of my set or some new geeky mm. thing that i've gotten uh a bit of news that's going on so if you want to like keep up to date where everybody's chatting in there then join us there do do that if you haven't done that yet if you're part of the patreon but i think that's that that's a, that's a lot but yeah we we, we do quite a bit here yeah uh, it's been oh, growing steadily i like our audio crowd we have like a 150 people that are on the audio podcast that you know more and more kind of joining us really enjoying what we have there for that and the patreon you still get the the video version and the full audio version but like as a video on there as a just an extra thank you for joining us on patreon so let's get into it chris uh last week's quiz I don't know before? that I got any of the questions. Really? I thought they were easy. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I I thought you would have gotten at least two of them. I knew them, like I, I recognized them, but yeah. I just I could not place them. Okay. Well, mm. before we get into that, um, one quick just put on your calendar type of thing. Mm. Uh, Ruben and I did for the very first time a couple of weeks ago. We did a live. We are going to do that again on Saturday, February 3rd of mm. 2024. Um, we are going to do our best to mount, not make it a three hour endeavor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was our first time we were winging it. And yeah. um, yeah. it was fun though. So, it was, it was a great lot of fun. interacting with everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. That was so great. Um, that was just hearing from everybody getting the, you know, just, it was like a group of friends coming together mm. to chat online and that mm. was spectacular. So that was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, but now going back to the movie quote quiz, Tara Briscoe, Red Comet, <laughs> got all hey. three. Nice. Nostromo got two of them with a blech in there also. Um, <laughs> okay. So. Number one answer, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Ah, uh, yeah, that's why I recognized it. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, number two, Ride Along. Number three, <sighs> Central Intelligence. Like I've seen those those two of number two and three once, and immediately forgot them. Mm. So okay, um, yeah, I don't rate those films at all, except the well, uh, the Jumanji one. I enjoy oh, those. Dude. I think they're really great. Yeah, uh, and so the connection is The Rock, Kevin Hart. Oh, Kevin Hart. I guess okay. is, is The Rock in Ride Along. No, no, he's not. No. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Kevin Hart. It could, have been, Hart. could have been The Rock, though. Yes. yes. But, no, okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, maybe I'm fired. Who knows? Uh, this <laughs> week, uh, there is a theme. Um, I, whatever. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Listen, Centauri, I'm not any of those guys. I'm a kid from a trailer park. Hmm. I think the There's name the- should give... That went okay. away. Yeah, I've definitely got so. this one, I think. Yep. Yeah, okay. Okay. Number two, Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. All right. I got number two. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay. So the uh, the third one has is in two movies. I'm looking for the original. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. Okay. Mm. I have been and ever shall be your friend. Hmm. I know that as well. You do know that one. All right. Okay. Well, maybe I'll catch that. I definitely got the first two. I know the theme. Cool. Nice. So let us know in the comments. Uh, give it a little space so that it everybody has the chance to guess. And then we will give you the shout out next week. Okay, Ruben, mm. do you have a question for us? I do. Um, as ever, this is an awesome question. I, I don't know if it's even a question, to be honest. It's more of like, a, what is happening in the world of entertainment, and why oh. do we need? Why do we need this? Okay. Um, more and more, I've noticed that we get new seasons of television. I think this mostly happens on television. It doesn't happen in movies. Yeah, new seasons of television, perhaps a new series of a story of an adaptation or just a new story that we've never had before. And then you've watched the first episode and immediately before the credits comes on, it goes this season on and they (laughs) they they spoil the best moments of the entire series like. I'm in. I've watched your first episode. Like, I'm probably going to enjoy, or even if I didn't, the fact that you're now going to spoil. I'm like, is this just the epitome of laziness or just people, you think people are so thick that they would have forgotten or they need another, like, oh, maybe they'd enjoy enjoy the pilot. So now we're going to show them all the best bits. So when they come to episodes two and three and four, and they get to, to episode two, and I'm like, oh, I've seen this. Why have I seen this? This doesn't feel original new at all. Because I've seen all the great bits that are coming up. How many times now have you seen this season on? Uh, because most of what I watch is streaming, and most of it comes as a chunk. You know what I mean? Like as a binge, not as a as a week-to-week. Mm. Um, I don't see that very often anymore but i also i notice that uh if it hits something like that i back out of it yeah i i don't watch it because it's kind of like the trailer situation in you know what i mean that Mm. 
Uh, lately, I've though, s- I got to say, trailers have not been um, like, so the, gosh, what is it? Dune, Argyle, um, there was one or two other movies where, no joke, I'm sick of seeing it. I am. I'm sick of the trailer, <laughs> but they don't. They keep showing the exact same uh, the one. same trailer. They're o- not going to spoil the, tra- the movie. Yeah, that's it. Uh, okay. So you know what? As as sick as I am of seeing that trailer, I'm thankful that I don't have to run out of the theater because they're going to all of a sudden put in all kinds of these new things and all this context. I don't believe that audiences need that or want that. I don't. I went into the Matrix seeing a poster on the side of a bus. <laughs> nice. And I was like, I meant, yeah, yeah. And my mind blown. Mind blown. Yeah. yeah. They didn't need a trailer. They didn't need TV spots, massive interviews, big spoiler featurettes, none of that. No, no. And I don't, yeah, I don't know why TV shows would do that either, especially because if they're week to week, you're relying on people to come back each time. And to, to give yes, that. so um, this particular season of TV that reminded me of like how much I hate this is still embargoed. So uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I can't talk about yet, but the end of the first episode, they did. And this is even in the screeners. So um, it's, it's oh, part wow. of the episode. It's part of how it's cut this season on Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And I was like, seriously? Like, Th- that's not good. What? Yeah. Mm. Anyway, let us know in the comments. Does that irk you as much as it does me? Because it's it's starting to irk me because I've seen it too many times. Um, it like it's happening more and more. So not only do I have to avoid trailers at the cinema that are going to be spoilery, but now I've got to avoid TV series. Uh, uh, yeah, I've seen it for t- individual episodes as well on this episode of. Or there'll be a thing like I've never understood why Mission Impossible does it. Like, I know it got harks back. They show all the best bits in the thing at the beginning. I literally don't watch the first two minutes of the movie. I close my eyes and I'm like, I when don't want to see this. Right? When the yeah. title sequence, Because they're showing yeah. all the cool bits. I was like, why? When I'm watching a Mission Impossible uh, movie for the first time with my wife, she generally hasn't gone to the cinema to watch it with me or watch mm-hmm. it at home. And I'm like, okay, just shut your, shut your eyes. And it's like, why? Because they're literally going to show you the best cool moments. Like, now in the title yeah, sequence the, yeah. the ripping off of the mask oh to my gosh the pr- yeah why that, would like, you do that how I, much of a spoiler is that i want that surprise i like <laughs> yeah. that surprise especially if you're fun. not from the old school like if you didn't know that that's how they did it in the tv yeah. series man alive some of these things they need to think through a little bit better <laughs> yeah i agree all right i'm stopped moaning now welcome <laughs> to ruben's the, the best thing Ruben moans about this week. <laughs> I know that's a good question. That's mm. a yeah, well, that's good. All right, you ready to dive in though to the best thing that we watched? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, I've just moaned. So the first thing I'm talking about, I'm going to moan a little bit at the beginning. So why don't oh. you go and we'll, we'll okay, we'll, we'll skip <laughs> the moaning. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, mine is a Netflix series. It's a limited series, so yes, right off the bat, awesome. Mm. Uh, it came out on Friday the 2019th. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a K-drama. It is a family drama then with murder and mystery and twists that honestly I did not see coming. Um, okay. It's called The Bequeathed. 
Yeah, I saw this. Yeah. D- did you watch it? No, too? I didn't watch it, but I, I, oh. I saw that it was on there. This is so. What you have is it starts out with some dude dies, and he's he's older. He um he leaves this large burial ground that's on a mountain um to what did she didn't know his niece so she she did not know that she even had an uncle um she thought she was just like the last of her family because her father had died her mother had died um she didn't have any contact with anybody there was nobody and um so she's like, wait, I, first off, I didn't even know about this dude. And now I'm getting this thing that I didn't even know about. And then more complications. Oh, I see. Okay. So she's bequeathed something from a family member. She didn't know she was getting that. She never yes. knew she had. Okay, cool. It, it, exactly. Yeah. So that's just starts off kind of like a, oh, well, that's kind of weird. But mm. then somebody comes in claiming to be a half relative to the woman who has inherited this. Now, because oh, she then, wants part of the inheritance. The, well, it ca- yeah, it causes conflict now because it's not an open and shut, just like here to go because you're the only person right. signed you. Now it's now it's conflict. But all throughout this, um, detectives are being involved in um, some murders that are happening, okay. and they 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 all tie in. Uh, but the thing that I loved most about this is how deeply entrenched it is about family. Okay. Um, I'm not going to get into every point of how it works into family because that's, I mean, that's some of the reveal. That's some of the twist. That's some of the mystery within there. But you, you get aspects of wife and husband, um, you know, the wife, uh, the woman who <laughs> she didn't even know she had this other family, you know, an uncle or anything yeah. else. Um, okay. So there's that, there's that drama. You have then side characters who are dealing with their own drama, but it then influences actions that, that come into contact with our central figure. Okay. And, um, then there's, family relations within the the cops which affect friendships and partnerships and then you have just non-familial but still like family um tiffs and struggles and everything else within the police department because they're kind of like family and they're um you know certain people and so it is it's seven episodes nope it is six episodes it is they're get like, that right whenever i get episode length wrong on a tv series people in the comments are like you did you even watch it no i didn't <laughs> no i didn't i did not watch it at you all. didn't watch it nope nope <laughs> like um, other reviewers <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but i uh, um the pacing is patient you know what i mean like it's not slow um it has an intensity to it because there's this this murder mystery type of thing going on and pieces as the, as the story progresses, things keep compounding on each other. And so mm. then they, it gets bigger and bigger and like, Ooh, 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 what's going to happen? You know, because things are coming to a head. Um, I love, you've got these, these two visual aspects. One part is very rural. And so like, if they go to a village, I mean, it's just like 
a house here and then nothing around it and then a house over here, mm. you know, and some of them are all ramshackle and everything. And then you go into the city mm. where the woman lives and everything else. And it has just, I mean, it's hustling and bustling and all that. And so that, that contrast is really nice. Uh, I don't think all of the, I don't know if you call it misdirection, but at least drama that's involved doesn't, not all of it like is necessary. It's right. there to create conflict, but in the long, and, and maybe like character isolation or something like that, but in the long run to the final outcome of the story, it's irrelevant. And oh, so that was it. You know, like, so if you start thinking one way on some of these, they just kind of end. And so that's kind of disappointing because it becomes a little distracting. So Um, then is it longer than it needs to be? They didn't have those storylines in there. I mean. Did they need those storylines in there? If you look, if you look back on it, probably they don't, but I didn't feel the time. It's not like it added time to it because the, even though the drama and, and that conflict of maybe this scene or this character interaction didn't lead anywhere long-term. Hmm. It didn't feel unnecessary in the moment. Right. So, so it's only on, it's only on reflection where you're like, oh, well, yeah. Okay. You get, I guess you could have cut that out, but because I didn't notice the time, I wasn't looking for something to be like, oh, you need to, we need to trim some things and that would be a perfect spot to take things out. Okay. Yeah. So it's, um, um it's dark and it's twisted and you have um, questions yeah okay um in terms of darkness and intensity is it as dark as say something like the glory it has um no no, okay. no, it's not. It's 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 lighter in tone than that, but it's still. But I mean, that um, is like that's kind of the ceiling where. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, really, right. I mean, yeah, especially with the amount of abuse yeah. and bullying that we showed repeatedly. Yeah. Um, this this is not that much, but the the concept of what you have is like whoa. whoa. Okay. okay, so you said part of the the storyline is serial killer. And you said it ties nicely into the the main story. Do you have it because it's a limited series? Is it are those storylines completed? Do you like? Is it does it have a good the fruition? The whole thing is wrapped up. Yes, nice. It okay, feels, that's great. Yeah, you have resolution. You have answers. Um, it yeah no and and you have like multiple um wrap ups. Oh, okay. I think you know what I mean like because yeah, yeah, you have know, a lot of different there's a lot of things so they they will yeah. they'll take time to say this is how that unfolded. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um is there this is a for me and not everybody needs this but I need someone to root for. Is there a clear kind of understanding of who the good guy and the bad guy is? I think you I I I agree. Yes. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> Buddy the Brave um, asserting his dominance over the uh, UPS guy. Yeah, you tell um, him, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The I I think there are two people that you 
really like, at least for me, that I really liked and I, I rooted for. One was our central character uh, because she, I mean, she finds herself thrust into this situation, you know, and things happening around her where she was happy-go-lucky. I mean, she mm. was not happy-go-lucky. That sounds, I mean, she, I mean, she was unencumbered by this other family drama. She had right. her own things that she was dealing with yeah. and struggles and everything else. But um, so I like her. Um, and then there's a detective who we get insight into his life. We get insight into several of the, or two of the detectives lives also, but, but one in particular, and he, I liked him. He's very, he's charismatic without being big and, and showy. I mean, it's, it's just more of his, his countenance and presence of like, humbleness but mm. also just getting the job done not you know not clouded by hubris and all of these other things so so for both of them yes i really did and there there's a lot of people to root against though oh so okay. that's nice too so that's yeah. nice yeah yeah you have clear-cut villains and people that you just don't like and then there's some where you're like i don't like you but i want to like you and i wish you would be better <laughs> Okay, yeah. Do better in in your life. That's exactly it. Yes. Hmm. So, I I recommend this, especially if you like K dramas, um, and, and you don't want week to week, and you don't hmm. want like really long series. I think that's what also helped is because it was six episodes. It didn't take me so far down that depressing path like the Glory did. Oh gosh! And as, as phenomenal as that show was. Hmm. <sighs> That's a, yeah. it's that's a, a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. All I right. mean, I love me some K-drama. You, you mm -hmm. rated it quite highly, didn't you? I, I did. You yeah. I think four and a half or four, four and a half. Yeah. So I think that's what you gave uh, the glory. So in yeah. terms of quality, it's very oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was, I mean, it was everything about it, short of some of those little things that I found disappointing upon reflection. Um yeah, okay. I, I liked, and I, I loved that I didn't get the twist. <laughs> right. That I mean, that's great because we we see so much. We often will see the yeah. pattern of like, okay, I know, I know what it is, but the fact that you didn't get it means good writing. Well, and and then I felt a little thick too because there's <laughs> a there's a verbal reveal that I didn't piece together. Um, oh. I, my brain just wouldn't reconcile it. Right. Like I couldn't. Uh, and so maybe, maybe other people would get it a little faster than I did than the reveal. But luckily what we are told and then what we're shown isn't too far apart. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. To move on. Yes, Absolutely. Cool. Um, I've changed up my order because I, th I figured I'd keep K drama as you've just spoken to. Oh, spoken about. Okay. I'll talk about one. This is an original uh, for Disney in the UK, but I believe it's on Hulu in the US. It's called A Shop for Killers. There are eight episodes. Uh, they dropped the first two this week. Um, I had screeners for the first two, so I'm only talking about the first two. This is a weekly thing now that they've dropped the first two, so kind of what you were talking about. Um, 
I really want to have watched all eight. So I'm very much invested. <laughs> it's really fun. So an action drama in which a nephew who lost his parents and grew up in the hands of an uncle who runs a shopping mall faces a new truth after his uncle's sudden death. Okay, so that's um, IMDb's synopsis. It's wrong. Uh, <laughs> I, I love it when it's wrong. Yeah, we're very close to the bequeathed at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not wrong. Um, so, for one, it's not his, it's her. And... Oh. Mm. Yep. Minor thing. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, at the beginning, there is... <clears throat> there's something that happens that basically forces this young girl to end up with her uncle. And her uncle becomes a sorry good family, really, because she loses mom and dad. Um, the uncle starts a business of selling hoses online <laughs> and and yeah really random uh like like <laughs> and somehow he makes a really good living off of this um basically a shop for kids is what you think it is it's an online marketplace for people of the black market from whatever dark walk of life you are and there'll be places for you to buy and he's like that middle man i guess he he does have the merchandise i don't think i'm doing spoilers really a shop for killers kind of gives gives it gives it away i kind of need to give you an idea of what's happening in this but her uncle right at the beginning dies as well and so she's left with everything and trying to figure out who she she didn't really know her uncle mm. um why random people calling her asking for stuff why random people showing up wanting to see her uncle even though he's like dead that when the funerals are quite long I, um i never realized this but they can go for days and they so they sit down have food and everybody mourns at like this altar place right and the people that show up don't look like people she's ever met but they also look kind of dodgy um so you you start to put things together but there was this rule that um the the, the shopkeeper you never touch the shopkeeper like you can it's off limits sort of thing you know like they have like a set of rules like killers even killers have oh, yeah, set of yeah. rules like mm-hmm. um it's like the continental yeah, yeah, yeah. You never touch a shopkeeper because he, you know, otherwise they will come for you. But I guess they haven't set anything up for what happens if he dies. Uh, so while he was alive, they had he had this rule: don't you can't take him out or his niece. Is it the niece? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he dies, and so what happens is we start off with that rule being broken off and a big action sequence sort of commences. And then we jump back and we find out a bit about her life as she was growing up um, with her uncle and even the moments of her parents and their funeral. Um, Wow. And so we we see multiple actors playing the same characters, which I think works quite well. And the actors do a really good job at giving us a really, a nice amount of emotional background, Um, but also what the uncle has gone through so um giving us weight to the uncle's character even though he's not in it anymore which i thought was interesting like Mm. you can't really root for him because he's dead but we are seeing like who he was yeah um how where it's gonna go i don't know because she for all intents and purposes looks like she has a bunch of people 
after what she now is bequeathed um mm. that happens to be a lot of merchandise and money from these so it's like uh it's a very secluded house it looks like like it's in the middle of nowhere where she lives where uncle lived and if you just watch the trailer you'll know that this house is it doesn't look like much but it's ready f to be attacked <laughs> this is fun like this is good it has some really like proper emotional moments and it has some really grounded action mm -hmm. like it's not john wick style like don't go in thinking that it, it just isn't it's like you see her she plans how to avoid a sniper rifle shot at the trajectory she jumps up and just kind of falls flat onto a, a couch and falls over and she and you're like uh oh. <coughs> excuse me and you're just like yeah that's very real that's exactly even if you're trained that's how you fall you don't kind of roll into you know there's cool stance come up with like ninja stars and you know and magically take that person out no that's not how that works uh but it's tense it's fun it's mm -hmm. exactly what i expected this to be so i will be tuning in i'll be frustratingly watching every week <laughs> how how long are the episodes uh standard they're like 45 minutes i think oh okay so at least, at least they're a little chunky versus mm. some, yeah, hmm. half an hour comedy segments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this comes out uh, in the U.S. on the twenty fourth. Oh, so it's not even out right. yet. Uh oh no, sorry. Really? No, it, next episode. Sorry, oh, don't the next mind episode. me. Okay, Chris yeah. doesn't know what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this looks like looks like fun. It is. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Nice. And the action's good. I Very. Mean, it's done well and yeah. sweet. Yeah, there's nothing There's yeah. nothing wrong with this. Acting, cinematography, acting, cinematography. Those two things twice. They're great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. You will All recognize right. some of the actors. And you'll be like, oh, it's that person from this series that I love. So, uh, especially the female, the, the main protagonist. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. What's her name? I really should have known this. It's what's her face from that thing you made, Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, I know that one. I I've seen that before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What absolutely. The... It's like top of my list. <laughs> yeah. Right. The the, the who's in it's the that call one list. dude in that one thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, those poor actors. The, the... Like <laughs> we it's... love them too, and that we just. You see them everywhere, and yeah, no, you have no idea what you, where it is, right? Um, I want to say it's Kim Jong, but I don't think that's correct. Mm. Oh no, it is. It's her. Yeah, okay. So she. Let me try and pronounce the name. Kim. Uh, Kim Hai Jun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she is. Queen Consort Cho in Kingdom. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so that's just like okay. one. Yeah. So there's a number, but yeah, you recognize her. Oh, she okay. also is uh, Li Ying Rang in Connect, which was phenomenal. Oh, I haven't seen that yet, but yes, I remember yeah. you talking about that because, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I got there in the end. Yeah. <laughs> love it i oh, love dear. it okay uh you good to good to progress here yes please 
<laughs> Let's okay, move on. <laughs> okay. Um, my next thing, this is coming, it's already out if you have uh, Showtime with Paramount Plus, which is the streaming platform. Um, right. I don't think you can get it if you have like Showtime through Amazon channels. I think you have to have it through the Paramount Plus platform. I don't, I don't totally understand all those things, but okay. it's called The Woman in the Wall. It will be, um, it's a weekly release. And it will be on Showtime, like the like over the air cable type of yeah. um, on um, Sundays. So Sunday, January twenty first is going to be the first uh, episode, and then weekly from there. And basically, what this is is um, it's a thriller mystery, and it stars well one of my favorite anti-heroes of all time well actually not the character but the actress who plays that ruth wilson who is alice morgan in um luther right. she she's the star of this and her name is lorna brady in this and it takes place in ireland and she she's an unreliable narrator totally okay. <laughs> because she has a history of sleepwalking and it's known throughout the town like they like the police know it the whole thing so it's not even like it's just her and it's some dirty little secret or she just i mean and the series opens up with her waking up in the middle of the road out in the country Okay. okay so basically though she at some point she discovers a corpse in her house and she doesn't know how it got there. Did she do it? Did she murder this person while mm. sleepwalking? Yeah. Did she, um, or is it, is she being framed? And she has a lot of trauma in her life and she's surrounded by women that she knows. I wouldn't call them necessarily friends, mm. um, but they have a shared past because they also endured a lot of trauma and it pulls in, this is a fictional town with a fictional, um, you know, circumstance and everything else. I don't know though, if maybe this has happened in something that's where the inspiration came from or whatever, but, um, it surrounds what they call laundries. Yeah. And so the, the Catholic church ran these convents that pregnant unwed girls would be sent to, mm. they would then take the babies from them and give the babies away. I don't know. I, I, I haven't gotten but it's, there it's yet. it's not only... set like back then, right? No, it's no, it's current modern, day. Yeah. It's yeah. modern day, but we do get a lot of flashbacks. Mm. Um, but even still at that, it's like you're flashing back to the, um, the eighties and the, you know, maybe the late seventies to, to right. mid eighties, somewhere around there. Um, the this is i've only watched the first two episodes so far okay um <laughs> it is the whole presentation is a little slow hmm. but i think that's because so much is being established there is a murder mystery that's going on that brings a detective from i think it's dublin hmm. in to this small town and so you know he's big city he comes in, he meets the cop who's the local constable type of thing, the Garda, and he's, 
they they work on two totally different types of um, wavelengths. <laughs> the, you, you know, the local cop is like, eh, you know, we're going to be very casual about this. We don't have anything. Oh, we have this evidence here. Well, well, we don't have a, any way to do anything with it. So it's just going to sit there in the rain. Um, you know, it's, it, <laughs> you know, and he, so it's, you have, you have culture clashes going on like that. The detective though, that comes from Dublin, there's something in his past. We don't know what that is yet. So he's also a little uh, damaged, but he begins to notice oddities with Lorna, our central character played by Ruth Wilson. And so it, it tweaks him and tweaks that detective part of him where he's like, Hmm, something's not right. Hmm. And so it's this big mystery. And because, because Ruth Wilson, her character is so, uh, I don't, it's not crazy. She's not crazy. She's not insane. She's just, she's so tormented by her past. And then with her, her present stress of, um, sleepwalking, which has been going on for a long time, but it seems to be exacerbated now. Um, you don't know what's real. I mean, like we watch things and we're like, were you doing that? And some of the things (laughs) we do watch her do. Like we watch her fully play it out. And there's one it's in the trailer Mm. where she sets something on fire and as she's walking away, it explodes and she kind of does this. And it reminded me like of Joker in, um, uh, the dark Knight, where Mm. he's like, (laughs) walks off and then it explodes, you know, the, the hospital and stuff like that. So, but what that does is that wakes her up. She was sleepwalking and it wakes her up and you see then the, oh crap, what (laughs) did I just do? You know what I mean? So it's, um, like, I don't know, is this going to wrap it up nicely? Is it going to nail all the landings? Is it going to, is it going to maintain some really good intrigue in this? If it continues how it is, Mm. yes, absolutely. Because while... Lorna is not an outright sympathetic character because of just how gruff and abrasive she is to everybody around her. Mm. Her circumstances are so horrific that you can't help but feel something for her, you know, and it, the, her outbursts, her behaviors make sense. Should she get some help to help progress past this? Yes. But, um, she, she also makes some decisions, which to her seem like probably the right thing to do, even though it's totally the wrong thing to do. Right. Um, which I know that later down the line, it's going to cause even more issues. You know, we've got a little (laughs) bit of the cask of Amontillado going on there because it's, uh, you know, it's called the woman in the wall. Mm. And so it's at some point you expect to find a woman in the wall. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some dark comedy in it too. Mm. Like it's not, it's not made as a comedy. Okay. It's just some circumstantial things or the way stuff happens. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Or a line. Um, like, I mean the, 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 the local Garda, he is, he's just so jovial and kind of, (laughs) dumb, but he's not dumb. I mean, he's right. just, he's like, you know what I mean? Like he's, I don't know. He's just, 
he's super easygoing, likable type of thing. And he's, he's probably more apt to overlook some things right. because eh, it's just town people. I know them, <laughs> you know? And so some of the conversations that go on or the interactions, they, like they made me chuckle and, um, or they were situationally funny, right? but they weren't going for like, oh, we're trying to increase or include levity here, or we're trying to make this, make you like laugh. It's just, this is just a natural thing that if it was happening in your life, you would also laugh despite all the other circumstances going on. Hmm. So, um, if you want to watch this and you're in the UK, uh, mm -hmm. click over to the BBC and you can watch all the episodes now. Uh, this came out in August. Shut up. Seriously. It's all out now on the BBC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> Well, okay. I mean, I have all six episodes, so I can, I can. So you can watch I, them anyway. I, yeah. You know, yeah. My my goal is to finish it um, today, but dude, that's yeah. Okay. So this was well, originally a BBC original, so they obviously okay. bought it. Like we, I mean, we get the same here. We, I'll see a show pop up, and I'm like, oh, cool, this is new, you know. And you're like, I saw that six months ago. Oh, yeah. true. Yeah. It, yeah. It, to, to the show's credit, it does say, um, I think at the beginning, like in association with the BBC or something uh, like right. that. Yeah. So, so yeah. they're not, they're not claiming that it is, <laughs> they, that the BBC had nothing to do it's with like it. It's like Netflix, but, you know, like stamps. Yes. <laughs> we yeah. own this now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, um, I would suggest if you, um, like uh, my screeners don't have subtitles, um, mm. or captions. But I would suggest sometimes maybe turning those Some on the because are the, the Irish accents super. get a little thick sometimes. Um, I love the names because I would never pronounce some of these names like this. <laughs> like there's one that's um, it's spelled. Uh, wait, let me find it. Try and spell Shosher. Yeah, exactly. It's A O I F E. Okay. A O I. -E. How would you pronounce that? A. O-I-F-E. Oh, that's close. Yeah, she, they, Aoife? Yeah, see, I, 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 because I've been here for, I know, like, sometimes I just skip out the first letters. They just have magic letters there for, for whatever reason. <laughs> well, the, this one I love, and I didn't know it until I watched a different Irish show with um, James Nesbitt, but N-I-A-M-H. Mm. N-I, what? N-I-A-M-H. H N I A M H N name her. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, how do you say Neve. it? What? <laughs> yeah. No, Where's I was the like V sound. I don't know. It's, it's, I think it may be the Gaelic part of it or something. I don't know. It was awesome though, because I was like, that's amazing. Holy crap. I, wow. I'm glad <laughs> I hear it and I'm glad I see it because then I, oh, can... right. The subtitles really help. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise I would be, I would do exactly what you said, Neem, Neem, yeah. I'd be like, so, is this a, like a Hebrew Bible name? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would be destroying names more than more I than usual. Do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so. you'll get people in the comments going, I'm tapping out, I can't even get the name right. So have you seen <laughs> the name? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah cool. Okay. So What's next? Uh, VPN Go. for those that want to watch it now. <laughs> but see you, you well i'm not going to give all the the tips away because i did watch things on channel four so <laughs> okay 
Yeah. What's next? Do you um, have something next? No, I do. No, I do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I kind of want to hear you talk about this. I hope this is on your list. So next on my list is American Nightmare, uh, which is a Netflix documentary, three-episode series uh, about something that the more I watched it, the more unbelievable the story got. Not because I didn't believe the person telling the story, just because how people that were involved, the law enforcement particularly, um, treated it. Uh, and I hate the fact that we don't know the outcome of some of the, what's happened to the FBI agent, what's happened to the police department, that nothing has happened to some of these people, why they didn't investigate uh, the girlfriend that this story was actually about. What, you know, they, they didn't wrap it up or tell us. But what it does focus on is a couple, one particular woman that gets kidnapped, the, the, the boyfriend that gets blamed for the kidnapping and the police not listening to the story or believing it all and dumping this guy under the bus saying that he's basically made it all up, used the law um, and wasted so much money and time and effort because he's done whatever and probably killed his girlfriend uh, for whatever reason and didn't even take the time of day to investigate. So much so that we had uh, almost all the resources of one police department and FBI and they all said the same thing until something happens. So this is in Sacramento. Is that right? This happened in Sacramento? No, uh, Vallejo. Vallejo. Vallejo, which is in between Sacramento and San Francisco. It's a little okay, closer so, to San Francisco so it's, than it it's is. It's fairly close to you. Mm -hmm. Like driving distance sort of. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like yeah, you were driving. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Had you heard of this before? I had not. Wow. Um, and I was trying to figure out why didn't I hear about this? And this was mm. probably right about this. This happened, I think, in 2015. This mm. was right when I had gotten laid off from radio. And I was, um, my my room that I'm in right now, I literally ripped it down to studs because I had nothing to do other uh, while I was job searching. Right. Um, and so that may have been my wife, who is monster size into true crime. I mean, she loves right. it. Yeah. And I love it too, but she's, I mean, she's very involved in like, like she looks at things and researches them and everything. And that's great. She knew about this. She knew all about okay. this. And she's like, she's watching me watch this. She's like, <laughs> oh no, 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 wait, wait. And I'm like, what? Because I, knowing nothing about this and following along, I, I believe the girlfriend was making it up. Really? I was, yeah, as I'm watching her and okay. listening to her recount this, I'm like, seriously, come on. Um, and then she gets, I mean, then it gets horrifying. Like some of the things that she talks about and I'm like, oh, seriously, you would not, I don't think you'd make this up. This is the, ugh, you know. Actually, I've, I, I know a person that made up a story about being assaulted um yeah oh that's yeah so it does happen uh oh yeah yeah once once that part of it happened i i you i like, began to switch gears right you know but but just the the because it's told in the trailer the whole thing i mean and if and, and it's i hadn't seen the trailer uh, and i knew nothing oh, about it yeah okay so i so, went in and when there's a moment where someone else 
I don't know. I don't know how much we say without is it spoilers because I knew nothing about this. I hadn't heard about the story. Um, I think I, I watched twenty seconds of the trailer and I thought, yeah, that looks really interesting. I think I think we can tell part of it the 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 part that the girlfriend is released. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And she's brought yeah. back. That's what causes like all kinds of um, confusion and suspicion and and yeah. where. Where it becomes even more poignant on the cops in Vallejo. But and then the they FBI. still don't. They still don't. They still double down. Dude, and the one cop gets the the um, policeman of the year or whatever, too. That I was, ugh, seriously? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he got awarded yeah. for being an inept idiot. Yeah, the, the this was a... It was told so well. Nice. I mean, it is... It is so engaging and like, especially if you don't know what the context of any of this going in, you know, I mean, the story that the boyfriend tells is, it's quite unbelievable. Really. I mean, I, I understand, but it's your job to investigate. Like you don't, if you don't find her and you can't find any reason not to investigate, like they actually didn't do any investigation. They didn't do well, the anything. Guy, yeah, the guy, the cop sitting there like, I'm a puzzle maker. I put puzzles together and you're lying. And this is what I think you did. See, that's not, that's not being a cop. That is being a storyteller. No. You just make yeah. shit up. Yeah. Well, and they should not be out. They should not be able to lie. Like the FBI guy saying that, oh, you just failed this um, polygraph. But there was a big reveal about the FBI guy, how that guy hasn't been arrested well, I don't know. Or fired. But the, the but the 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 memo back from the Department of Justice or whoever it is was like, oh no, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, this no. is how you run things in America, apparently. Well, because I always thought FBI, like the cops, I saw, but I always thought the FBI were held to a different level, different standard. You see, so many TV series and movies dictating of how hard it is to get in the, the 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 level of intelligence that you have to be for one this guy didn't come across as smart or particularly well trained he just looked like he had a a point a grind he had a particular agenda uh -huh. and uh -huh. he was going to use this guy as that yeah there was a conflict of interest there clear cut yeah you would never be allowed to step foot you wouldn't be assigned to this and once you found out you would be taken off like and if you didn't and if you didn't reveal it no. i mean think of think of from the defense attorney standpoint that would discredit everything yeah in that investigation exactly I, so yeah. how, I mean they should have sued the fbi and particularly that guy on it mm -hmm. definitely well i don't see how you couldn't win against that yeah and it, I'm so thankful that we then get the story from the perspective of Dublin PD, which is mm. another Bay Area city. Um, and, and this person who was a detective, but was just asked to be on the case, to come along on the case. It's I mean, she wasn't first, even assigned. It's her first yeah. detective case. Yeah. yeah. And, and because she approaches this from a whole different type of perspective and not even not even looking at their case but her own case mm. but but without the bias in there 
I mean, good lord, they th- but those poor like her, people. Her case was super thin. She had one <laughs> scrap of of like a, a thread to hold on to, and she she took it for all it's worth. Went down all the avenues. It just shows that complete opposites of like how. But do you think that you because here in the UK you have um, like school governing boards where people come into each school and they they test and mark you to how your standard should be like surely mm-hmm. there, there's got to be that for law enforcement in the in the U not in the UK in the US like but like I don't see how because we uh, <laughs> we have a large military to police pipeline. Mm. Um, and I don't know how much training you have to have if you've been like in military. You can just basically if you've been walk like in. an MP yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can handle a weapon. You've done your basic training. Yeah, can no, you I know. Spell? Yeah, I've had some friends who are detectives, um, and I know that they had. I mean, they, they had to do more. There was all there yeah. was testing. It, yeah, tests. There, you know what yeah. I mean? That to get to this level, and so to have. Um, chuckle fuck over there in the Vallejo PD, you know, Colonel Mustard, um, him, burn it down. I mean, it was fascinating to watch, but it was aggravating because that is the thing that's meant to protect you. Who do you go to if you have a problem? So, so my response at the end of that documentary was, now understand why people have guns because if you can't trust the law the guys that are meant to protect you then you have to protect yourself even at the cost of your own life or going to jail because the law is not on your side anyway so then you need a lawyer that can use the broken law because it's obviously it's not just it's just how do you use the law to your benefit Mm-hmm. to get you out of murdering somebody because you had to shoot someone because you couldn't trust that officers would do their job. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. The, um, well, and there's so much in there too that not all cops are bad. You know, no. I have met plenty being pulled over, <laughs> just being <laughs> pulled over that, where I was in the wrong and they were totally nice, totally fine, you know, everything else. But m- I don't believe that the that there is such a tiny little bit that are bad. I think it's a larger it to be group a larger, than what we. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I can't imagine being somebody of color. I oh mean, my gosh! The, you, you know, this is this is happening to white people. Okay, yeah. here's the in a in an affluent area. Yeah. So, th- could you imagine if this couple had been black? Yeah, no. Holy crap. That guy would have been put under the bus. Oh. They wouldn't have given, been given time of day. No. Nothing. Yeah. He'd probably be is. convicted in jail now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he would have or been Or if not shot on yeah, scene. Just because. Yeah. 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 Well, and the thing that I've learned, like, over the last couple of years is of, especially of watching more and more true crime stuff and interviews and everything. Mm. Um. You know, the, take your right to remain silent. Oh, very 100% seriously. 100% seriously. The only thing that you need to say out of your mouth, if the, if you get, if the cops take you into a room to question you for whatever, even if they say, you know, oh no, you're not a suspect or whatever, but we do have to read you your rights just because that's the law or whatever. 
let them read you your rights and you say lawyer. Lawyer. Mm. And they have to stop right there because there are so many stories of false confessions, coerced confessions that are false also, um, just outright lying and everything else. And what that does too is it, it delays the it actual investigation to getting to the people who committed the crime. You know, I mean, th- this guy that we watch, he's doing all the things, right? And he's like, dude, I'm trying to help you. I'm giving you everything that I know. I know it sounds wacky, but this is what happened mm. here. D- you know, go do something with this. Investigate, look around, do some. I don't know what's going on, you know? And it's like, no, 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 we're just going to focus on you. And even when... Even when a, a partner is typically the perpetrator, you still have to do the police work. You, you know, I, I, so I, I commend the documentarians, the, the filmmakers, because uh, they did the Tinder Swindler. They're obviously very good at what they do. They do great, yes. they, great stories. They put it together well mm-hmm. um so i'll probably watch whatever they do next because mm-hmm. uh, their stories are excellent but man it yes. was frustrating i was just like this sucks man in this day and age that this happens it's just stupid it is aggravating and horrifying and like i opened up my um <laughs> my review by talking about nwa you know <laughs> at the time i was like well that's that's very disrespectful that's harsh yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, you know what? Yes. In this day and age, yes. Mm. Prove us otherwise. That's what you have to do now. Yeah. So. Uh, so was that on your list? It, I didn't put it on my list because I was hoping you would have it on your list. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yes, it definitely was a phenomenal um, story put together really, really well. And you're right. Uh, because I both, I enjoyed the Tinder Swindler, Tinder Swindler. God, that's hard to say. Um, twister. Yeah. That they take the time to put the story together. That's the thing. It didn't feel just, you know, haphazardly. Here's a whole bunch of things that there's were, so many documentaries on Netflix that feel drawn out. Like that's the, I often see a documentary that has more than one episode on Netflix, and I'm like, Ugh. Uh, yeah, you're like you're the documentary guy. So for me to be like absolutely riveted through each episode <laughs> says a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you know what? Fun fact on this: um, a logo that I created is on one of the news things. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just a rebranding logo. It wasn't like a from scratch type of thing. But yeah, right. I um because it happened so so relatively close yeah. to where I was. I when I was working in radio, it was it. I, I saw one yeah, of my like flags. you recognized. That's my- I was like, oh hey, I did that. Yeah. So anyway, so that was fun. You should get a percentage of the profits. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no. In in the newsroom, if you're my if. If you got the mic flag yeah. on um, on TV, yeah. you had to buy the newsroom dinner. All right. Okay. So, no. So don't, so, don't say anything. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't want that. No. Uh-uh. Um, okay. It's your birthday. Buy everybody a cake. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, the last thing I want to talk about, I haven't done a review on this, um, and I, I'm conflicted, I think, mm. about how I feel on it overall. Okay. Uh, 
it it's on Netflix. It's a movie, mm. and it's called The Kitchen. Mm. Did you watch this? I watched half of it, and I tapped out. It's 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 only an hour and 47 minutes oh my gosh it feels like seven <laughs> yeah it's it feels way longer than it is yeah um i liked what the story is trying to do yeah part of it i love the premise the, it's the emotional it's interesting. yeah yeah the emotional story between you have this you have this um basically squatter village Mm. Um, because it's near future, uh, London where housing is just becoming unattainable. I swear the kitchen, the housing is a redressed MI6 building. I oh, swear yeah. it's the, that building. Yeah. It really yeah, looks it like be. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, I mean, I like, I like this, this idea of this because you have these people who are struggling to survive. Um, it, it shows the, the ever widening gap between the rich and the poor. There's no middle anymore. It's just you either have or you don't. Um, you have a guy who's trying to get out. So he's working a job and everything. Um, he meets this kid at his job, which is kind of a, it's like a funeral home ish type of thing. Like the new um, thing that we do. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he, he kind of becomes the father figure to him. I mean, he takes mm. care of him, looks after him a little bit, but we also see the kid getting mixed up with the rough crowd, mm. you know? And, and so the kid is going to have a choice. And so I like that. It's not something that's wholly unique. Mm. Um, we do. I like that we get to see conflict in the older guys, um, just in everything that he does because mm. he knows the right thing to do is yeah. to look after this boy who doesn't have a family anymore. But he's also then torn with, I've been saving and working so hard to get myself he's trying out of this. To, yeah, he's trying to escape the, the poverty list way yeah. of living. Yeah. Exactly. The, um, the, I think my problem with this is that it feels like it's a social commentary and a um cautionary tale mm -hmm. but the people that would need to see it that could enact the change mm. won't watch this won't watch it i agree yeah you know so you're preaching to the choir yeah. with this movie it's like the people who watch this already understand what's going on and yeah. they sympathize with the situation and they, they see the injustice of it and they want things to change, but they don't have the means to make it change. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's, there's parts you probably noticed even just halfway through all of the, the motorcycle riding and the, the focus on the bikes and mm -hmm. everything like that. At first I'm like, good Lord, why are we showing all of this? This is a lot of focus on this. And I think what it was is to show this camaraderie, you know, that this kid, now he, this is how he connects with this group of people because mm. they do these things and he's interested in that. So he becomes more, you know what I mean? And so it shows him like being sucked into them and following them and being part of that crowd. Um, I, it's, it's co-directed by Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. I saw that. And, yeah. um, like the movie's not bad. 
it's just it's I don't know that it there. isn't. I don't know that it isn't because I I love some parts of it like the cinematography i love the futuristic mm -hmm. look the neon blade runner-esque with the poverty the mm -hmm. the mix they have like this one street that is like these little side shops where everybody's like little shanty towns and then you got like digital or holographic yeah. stuff going on and i thought that looked so real so lived in as mm -hmm. like it needed more of that lived in stuff when we're going around uh the housing it's got like a hollow uh, like all the flats is in a circle and then there's this hollow stuff in the middle and that really gives you this idea of they've created their own little world really like outside mm -hmm. of normal um humanity they have nothing so they have to make their whatever they do they have to make it fun there's this guy on the radio that uh is kind of the voice of the people the lord either, the lord yeah. kitchener yeah, yeah. and I, I thought there were elements of it that worked really well and the story I could see where they were going, I think it was just boring. Like it, I, there's some movies that can have slow pacing and it really works to build the story and you don't mind that it's slow. This one, I kind of want to know what happens at the end, but not enough for me to go back and watch it. Does that make sense? That does. Yeah. I did like the way it ended. Okay. I thought it was, um, it was fitting. It still felt long to get there. Um, mm. I can pretty yeah, much can, guess how it's going to end. I think. Sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of the arc and the trajectory of this is predictable. Mm. So I don't know. I did. I like. I didn't mind it, but I wasn't. I wasn't riveted. I'll never go back to it. It's not. You know. But I just thought. You know. Some of these aspects of it. I like. I really liked mm. within it. Mm. And just the whole thing together was kind of like. Mm, we'll see. So, anyway. There's a much better version of this movie that's anime that uh, we're going to talk about today. Oh, see, I thought our <laughs> anime that we... Oh! Um, we're talking about Akira, it, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, because cause our Patreon one um, All right. reminded me of a different movie. <laughs> okay. So yeah. <clears throat> Nice. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to? All right. Uh, I, I guess. Yep. Okay. Um, it's over 9,000. Yeah, I guess I, this is like the animation section. So mm. I've got one anime to talk about and one animated thing. So I'll do the animated one. I resent talking about this one because <laughs> um, this, uh, yeah, you, you need to watch this one because you love musicals. And I think you've had the screeners for ages. I got sent the, the screener letter three times with the password to watch the screeners and they said yeah we've 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 told them to send them to you and like this was weeks ago and i kept going back hey blah 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 blah, blah. Oh. and then it just comes out and i never get the the, the actual screener so oh. you know what I, I, I don't know what it was i had the password to watch it <laughs> but has been hotel uh is an animation series that is adapted from a short that came out in 2019 hmm. that was so popular that it had like 94 million views on it so it was very very well received and so now we have um i think the first four episodes are out and there might be seven or eight episodes in total i don't know but i've watched the first couple 
And if you want to just get a taster of it, they have put the first episode, the full episode on YouTube. So you can just go watch that for free. So you don't necessarily have to have Amazon Prime. And if you love it, then you can go. So think musical, think Disney musical. Like really the, the, the musical numbers that you get in here are that the way it's worded, the way it sounds, it's so Disney. But what they're saying <laughs> uh, is not, this is not a, a young a young person's viewing it's it's tvma so mature 32 minutes apiece so in an attempt to find non-violent a non-violent alternate alternative for reducing hell's overpopulation the daughter of lucifer opens a rehabilitation hotel that offers a group of misfit demons a chance at redemption so someone whoever made this obviously has the issue of the status quo of what how religion the heaven and hell looks like because uh that the angels and adam are obviously the evil guys it's it's like it's showing like they they supposedly are the ones that are good but they every now and again once a year they come down and decimate hell just because they can because hell's getting too powerful so they just come and just kill everybody off and then uh the first episode shows how the daughter messes up so badly that they're going to come every six months now so she's made hell much worse uh her idea of the has-been hotel is that it's like a rehabilitation center so that people can become good enough to go to heaven but she's been told that's never going to happen because once you're in hell that's it you're evil forever uh but obviously she doesn't agree with that she burst out into singing numbers if you the best way that i can compare it to is like that singing number that bell has at the beginning which is uh, from beauty and the beast oh um, yeah, yeah 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 bonjour 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 the, 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 there's a the, the strings like always it's that sort of number uh, that she's oh, singing wow. while hell is on fire and as she's singing uh, she sings to someone and the guy will stick out his head at them when they go fuck you and then <laughs> it's, it's it's literally like so perversely opposite that it's hilarious it really works um the scripting and the dialogue is insanely good like it's it's cleverly funny um but it's not going to be for everybody. It's definitely going to take some people off, which I think is good because if you get a service or something like that, you get people talking about it, it gives it a chance yeah. to get in the zeitgeist, even if they're talking about it. It's like, can't believe this. It's, you know, the, 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 the Bible thumpers for this series are going to have a field day with it. Like, this is how far we've gone down the line. You're all dooming us to hell. You see demons are the good guys and the angels are like, that's not what it's actually saying. If you have a brain cell at all, you'll mm. understand what the meaning is behind it. Uh, a lot of fun. I resent saying that it's really good. I will go back to it and, and watch the rest. I love is the it? music as well. It's so good. Oh, see that you talking about like the opening of beauty and the beast and them turn. Oh my God. That just, I'm like, yes, I can picture it <laughs> yeah. in my mind, especially with like hell on fire or just yeah, yeah. Being, it's exactly you know, like destroyed. That. And, yeah. Um, are they short episodes? Like, yeah, they're 30 minute, 24 minutes. Something like yeah. That? Something like that. Um, the voice work is pretty good. Erica, uh, hanging Hemmingson, who plays Charlie Morningstar. Um, you will notice a few. Uh, Keith David plays Husk. 
He's brilliant. <laughs> oh my gosh. He oh, plays this perverted character. He's yeah, he's really like a perverted character in this. Uh that used <laughs> that used to be in charge of radios. He hates like the new medium of um like TV. So <laughs> I think you really appreciate Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you don't touch another man's fries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, if IMDb is correct, uh, the first four episodes came out, and then there will be two episodes the um, this coming week, and then two episodes on February 2nd, and then that season will That's be it. wrapped up. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so I gave that a go. It's it's a really weird one, but surprisingly really works. I I really want to watch it now. <laughs> that, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a musical animated series that's demented. Dude, like, th- that's... Yeah. Well, another musical um, animated series that's demented was um, Centaur World. <laughs> yes, and we and love that. <laughs> absolutely. So, hey, bring it on. I, mm, this is outstanding. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, lastly, on my list, mm-hmm. Netflix came out. I thought it was a TV series. It's actually a movie. It's oh. called uh, Maraboshi. Mar- Maboroshi. I always get that wrong. Maboroshi. Is a new animated film that came out this week. Say it three times fast. <laughs> Say it once fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this film has split anime fans like right down the middle. Really? Yeah. Um, okay, quick synopsis. Following an explosion at a factory that mysteriously freezes a town in time, two students encounter a mysterious feral child spurring an impulse of love fueled by the frustration of their daily lives that begins to upend their world. The animation in this is beautiful, like it's stunning. Um, directed and written by Mari Akoda, who did things like um, Makua, Her Blue Sky, so many things, A Whisker Away. There is a lot that you'll recognize this person's um, stuff from. It's done by studio mappa who is known for their quality it's an hour and 51 minutes it's a 12 so it's generally accessible for most audiences the reason why it's split down the middle is that it's confusing (laughs) a lot of people at the end like in in my comment section is like okay so what the hell happened (laughs) Hmm. um i didn't find that i understood what it was saying and I felt like if you pay attention, you will understand um, the story and the people and the meaning. I think it was quite beautiful, quite touching. Mm-hmm. Um, the first half of the film is setting up what's going on, and you will be confused. Like if okay. you tap out, if you tap out in the first half, th- then you'll comment in the comment section. I don't understand this movie. If you watch the second half, it explains what this movie is. It has themes in it that it's like, what is life about? Like in the in our lives, like what is life actually for? And how much do you take it for granted? And it, its major theme is live every day as if it's your last because you don't know tomorrow. You may be perfectly healthy and there may be a bus will drop on your head from the sky because an aircraft carrier, you know, an aircraft plane carrier dropped it. You know, you, you don't know what can happen anything can happen you could choke on a grape and die 
like mm-hmm. there's just no control of your life sorry to to be like yeah <laughs> but you have no control over fate or luck or whatever god is you know attacking you mm-hmm. at that moment in time you're immortal until you aren't is ah yeah so i thought it was fantastic it's beautiful I'm just seeing the trailer play on IMDb, and it, mm. I mean, the animation. No, it's stunning. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. stunning. But not just that. It's stunning for a reason. Like, the beautiful moments, the characters. We've had two main protagonists. One is trying to figure out what love is about. They, they become mm. surrogate sort of parents. They teach this kid that is definitely a fish out of water storyline who could basically needs to learn to write to read they don't know where oh. she's from or and a big part of the story is you know, why she's around but also because this town is governed by a working class people that all revolves around this um factory and when there's an explosion they are now they seem to be stuck in time um and so life becomes a bit worthless because there are things that you take for granted what time does in a positive way so just as a quick example as i like how in-depth this film is there's a woman that is so looking forward to being a mother she's three months pregnant she can't wait to be a mother but because they're all stuck in this time she never progresses so you can live you can be there for years and be three months pregnant, but you never get to be a mother. Uh, at the same time, whatever's causing this rift in 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 the, the, their city, there's things that are making people disappear. So they have fear to live with. So, yeah, it's like multidimensional and multifaceted. Faceted. But, yeah, once you get to the end, you understand what has happened. It's very clever, very intriguing story, but not accessible for everyone, I think. Well, and it sounds like emotionally dark, mm. which which I don't say is a bad thing. I mean, no, just no. thinking about you're stuck in time, but there's also the fear of <laughs> being of like disappearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you don't ever get to progress. Yeah, other but than you the could fear also not of, exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's. <laughs> Like that would be the the vision of hell. Oh yeah, you know for sure. That's yeah. Wow. Okay, that's that sounds interesting, and it is a movie, so it's a it's a one yeah, and done one and done thing. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you so, have anything else? No, that is everything on my list for this All week. All right, that's everything on my list as well. We thank you for joining us. Do not forget, we have our Patreon opportunity at patreoncom ones. One pound gets you in there and gets access to, I think Ruben said 90-ish mm. videos so far. Wow, that's a lot. That's awesome. And we have that uh, chat group that we're in there now with, yeah, yes. which is quite fun. Yes. Um, so we, we invite you to join us there. Um, on the 3rd of February? Thank you. Yes. Third mm. of February, we are going live again. We are going to cut back on the three hour version and go for a less of that. Uh, we're, we're trying to hone in our, our schedule. So we're we, aiming for about two, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that we really, I mean, we're, we're working on a, 
like like a format that we're actually <laughs> going to try and stick to. Yeah. That's you know. Yeah. So so there there is that. Um, we have our audio exclusive where um, we. It's extended. So not only do we talk about some entertainment news and things we're looking forward to, but we also talk about the thing that didn't make it onto our list this week, Mm -hmm. as well as a movie that we watch together uh, for the purposes of talking about it. Um, Sometimes it's a movie we've never seen. Sometimes it's been one that's been quite a while since we've we've watched. Uh, This time we were watching Akira. And um, Akira. Looking looking (laughs) forward to talking about that. and is that, oh, nope, do all the YouTube things. Like, share, subscribe. Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday. Me, Chris, Movies and Munchies. Okay, with that, we will <laughs> see you ne- <laughs> next week. Take care. Hey, thanks for joining us so far on the podcast. We are so happy that you're still with us. Uh, don't forget, we have our Patreon at patreon.com slash ones. It's one pound to get in there and get access to 90 plus videos. Um wherever you happen to be listening to podcasts. If you could rate and review us, that would be massive. Also head over to YouTube at some point, check out Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, me, Chris, movies and munchies, do that like, share, subscribe type of thing. If you've never done so before coming up on February 3rd, that is a Saturday. We are going to be going live again. And we had so much fun the first time. I say that like totally with, it sounded like I was being sarcastic and I was not. <laughs> I was very serious because I loved it. It was, it was a group of friends hanging Air out quotes. online. And so much fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, I truly did. It was great. We had a it blast. Was great. We're just it was great. Really on the, yeah. On the amount of time that we take, uh, we're yeah. trying to be a little more focused and scheduled and so that it doesn't waste your time as well. Um, cause we do know that that is, um, precious yeah yeah well, yes absolutely it's one thing you can't get back mm-hmm. so um <clears throat> yeah today what we're gonna do uh in addition to our entertainment news and things we're looking forward to in the next week we're gonna hit upon a movie that we both watched um and it's been a little while uh akira mm-hmm. akira Akira, however you want to pronounce that. Um, and then we're also going to talk about the thing that did not make our list uh, this week. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean it's the worst thing. Could be the worst thing. But so, uh, Ruben, should we talk about Akira? Akira. Yeah. I. So you got the 4K for this, right? I got the 4K for this, yes. And. Um, I, <laughs> is there a noticeable just difference? As a, oh, oh, just, just as a reference point, in the U.S., both sub and dub are available on Hulu. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. And I started it. I started watching it on there just to see. Yeah. I had to turn it off because it is so pixelated. And oh. I was watching it on a 4K TV and it just was, it was not good. Like okay, did they, not look they, good in at the all. UK. There's a 1080 version that isn't pixelated on YouTube. So, oh. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, but when so when I put in the 4K version, oh, the difference. Okay. Oh, just yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful. Um, and it's been. I don't know, probably five-ish years, I think, since I watched it last. The last time I watched it, uh, me and my kids went to a local little art house type theater 
Mm. Um, and we saw it cause they were having a special showing of it. And that was just a blast. Um, my wife was watching along with me, uh, tonight or well, not tonight when we watched it this weekend, um, <laughs> she'd never seen it. Okay. And so, so there's so much of it. She's like, what in the world are we what watching? What is happening? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, like it's the part where, um, the three, the three little ones are, um, kind of converging and you know, you, uh, the, do you have Tetsuo. the dancing music? Yeah, in Tetsuo, yeah. Um, you know, the car and the bear and all that are coming to life and, you know, tormenting him and stuff. And I'm like, we're not even at the weirdest part. <laughs> this isn't the weird yet. <laughs> this, this is like, man, eh, whatever, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, the transfer, I think, for me, that was the huge thing because I've only ever seen it on lower res. Right. And so to see it so crystal clear. Yeah, I haven't just, seen it in 4K, so I'm, I'm looking forward to watching oh, it in 4K. Yeah, it was, um, <clears throat> got it on a deal on Amazon. It was like nice. less than 20 bucks, I think. Oh. And so it comes with both the 4K and the Blu-ray. So if you don't there's have a, a... There's a Zavi version of it that's really special. That Ooh. like has all like the posters oh. and cards and like it folds oh. out. And I'm just like, I want it, but... I can't always justify buying it, you know, trying to explain to my wife why I have a DVD and a Blu-ray and now I want this 4K. <laughs> it's, it's like, but you have it twice. It's free on YouTube. <laughs> you don't, don't understand. Yeah. You don't understand. This anime is essentially responsible for bringing anime to the first world. Uh, not in the first world, to the like, uh, modern world? No. To... Western, think to Western, Western audiences. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. To Western audiences. Yeah. Because you have, I mean, you have street gangs on bikes. So you cool. Know? You have the, and these cool looking bikes, especially for how old the movie was, actually that's is. A, a, that's exactly what I was saying. Cause my wife was watching with me for time and I was like, <laughs> how ahead of time was this movie? Like seriously. Akira set itself apart well, like Firefly I always classed as that series as well, well, well ahead of its time, which is why mm -hmm. it didn't really, like the studio heads at Fox didn't really get it. Mm -hmm. But 1988, some of the themes that they were tackling, the soundtrack and the score written by uh, Katsuri, Katsuro Otomo, um, that score is haunting in the most beautiful way. The the use of uh, bamboo when it just comes in, you know, it's got mm -hmm. uh, there are moments that are just you can hear the score coming in before the thing that you know it's going to happen happens. I love the setup for this half, the first half of the movie of the bike gangs, the uh, Tetsuro, you know, all where it's going to go introducing us into the weird and then the second half just goes manga bonkers like just grows literally grows <laughs> gross <laughs> literally just and we find what? out what akira actually is um and that humans are stupid as always trying to control well, power like that yeah um and you reap what you sow <laughs> I, I the visuals of this 
I mean, the cinematic quality of it mm. where like as they dive, um, I mean, there's so many different little aspects, like, like little scenes where you'll watch this group descend into darkness, Yeah, you know, on a platform yeah. or the, the, the color changes that happen when like somebody falls into something and they come up and they're like ill from it. <laughs> Yeah. And then it, then it washes away oh, a little bit and yeah. they regain some of their color. Um, there, you know, there's something like, I don't know, whenever I watch like, I catch something else. Like, I've seen mm -hmm. a lot, but I always see something different. The, the thing stood out to me this time is like when they go and see Akira for the first time, the, the, was it the general? whatever his name is the, the guy that's the, yeah the yeah. army dude that he mm -hmm. he is like there he doesn't really like the city but he's there to protect it he goes to the door the massive door that kind of holds akira the the blob the the, the metal sphere but there's two types of air or steam so we see this ice that like that's centered around because everything has to be really cold mm -hmm. and you get this one <coughs> excuse me bless you it is one but the initial first burst and it's like steam that comes out and just goes Shh. and then you get the ice coldness of the air that kind of bellows out to the bottom and that was so uniquely different mm -hmm. i was just like to animate that for a way to make it feel so tangible so very real and it's animation i don't know how many times i've watched this and still forget that it's animation like it just feels like i'm watching a movie and that's because the the world and every little, like you were saying, every little set feels real. Like this could be a real thing, even though it's fantastical in nature. The metropolis city, the little bar scenes that we have, the you know the drunk guys and the music, or the the kids that are, I mean they're essentially kids, but the young biker gang. I see them as like orphans um, uh -huh. that have formed a gang and made a way for themselves to live and you know they, they haven't been parented so they know no better but they're doing what they can for their own surrogate family that they've created and that's why we feel for them because they have to protect tetsuro um that's the surrogate brother sort of storyline mm -hmm. and tetsuro wanting to be the bigger brother not having to be protected all the time there's there's themes in this that are just great apart from the political you know theme oh yeah well and think too that you have um i mean um canada <coughs> and his and the the gang hmm. they in the police's eyes they're breaking the law you know yeah. they're they're troublemakers yeah, yeah but they're also then taking on the real troublemakers you yeah, know the, the clown yeah yeah that that are wreaking havoc and destroying things and really hurting people yeah and so it's i mean but then you look at you look at um canada and all of them in their school and they're just <laughs> what they're <laughs> you know, like, it's like why do you even go like what is the point of this school at all <laughs> yeah i don't even understand that you know and the whole you know well we have to be in by this time or you know whatever you're like like there's so much trash on the ground in your classroom i i highly doubt that anybody's even checking up on you <laughs> no one's doing the register at that school <laughs> no 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 um i i really like the story though of tetsuo hmm. and how you know you see that um the anger and the the 
a feeling of injustice yeah that he that he embodies uh because he he doesn't <clears throat> want to be taken care of by yeah. him he doesn't want to be looked down on or like oh you can't do this dude you can't handle my bike well and yeah. then we see you can't handle the bike because you don't understand how it works yeah you know and uh, but then him for him to get the powers and stronger and watching him go through the and so why would he why would he want to give that up because it's oh, yeah. made him yeah you get it but then his friend showing how much he cares for him you know willing to dive in there <laughs> dive in <laughs> yeah yeah he but i also yeah. really felt for the the specials uh, and you saw yes. how many times they'd been experimented on because yeah. you saw how many there were. So Kira's 25. That means there was 24 before and you see the different numbers and you're like, ah, oh, that's a young person, but they look like they're a hundred, you know, like what oh, experiments yeah. have they gone through the fear? Yeah. And yet you see the general or whoever, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. Like you see the scientist, like you understand why he's doing what he's doing. And the scientist doesn't even come across as evil, but <laughs> no, but, but I don't think you can like necessarily gloss over just because he believes he's doing something right and, and choosing to ignore what he's doing to, to these kids mm. or you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know so what I mean? he's, it's he's like, like, he's like, do whatever needs to be done because this is the, the ends justifies the means sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he, so he kind of just turns a blind eye to what is wrong, mm. you know, the, the experimenting on these children and. Just, and then, but the kids are so indoctrinated that a lot of them like will do exactly what he said and, and believe that what, yeah. like his word is law and will, will hurt each other if he says so. Yeah. So when it comes to the animation action, that is out of this world still. Like there's not many animation films that come close to it anymore. Dude, yeah. There's I mean, in in some of the brutality, like think mm. I think to to like in even just the first half of the movie, or gosh, even the sure. first twenty minutes. Yeah, the you know we, we start off with the the race. Well not really, they're chasing each other, it, the explosions. So there's a lot going on in the beginning. There is. Well, yeah, because then you also have the um the escaping or the, you know, uh, of one of the special ones. And then though the civil unrest because of all the injustice that the people are, are feeling. But you, and it's very clever because they, they say they don't have to say a lot. They, they don't do exposition dumping. Mm -mm. They show it. Like, so like you, you mentioned that kid that is escaping, the one guy's trying to help him. Kid manages to go off a few meters and the police just decimate him. Like, there's no questions. He's got a puny little handgun. They're in there, like, full right gear, and they just rip his body to shreds. And you're like, okay, so that says so much about where we're at, who's in the power play, what's going on, you know, civil unrest, why the people are upset. You say so much with one little moment. Yeah. Well, especially because they, they were like, wait, hold your fire. There's a kid with him. And the second the kid the is second not there, the kid's gone. light him up. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you like, know, and then, crap, the, then all of the smoke bombs and everything, and the, you just watch that billowing pink yeah. cloud envelop everybody. I mean, it's just, uh, it's good. It's, yeah. dude, you need to see the, um, I need to get the full K, yeah. the 4K. It mm. is, I mean, it's so crisp. Yeah. Can everybody and, just like leave comments for my wife to tell her that I should get it? Thanks, guys. Your birthday's coming up. It is just true. Yeah. I should ask him. There you go. <clears throat> yeah. So, okay. Well, yeah, it was a good, it was, it was a good, good rewatch. It was a good reason to break open my 4K. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And, and put it on earlier than I may have watched it before. So. It's could have stayed cool. in that cellophane for ages. I have some movies that do that. Um, well, actually they don't, but it, because I can, um, most of them come with a digital copy. Oh, I you see. Know, I, I open it, I put in the code so that I can watch it wherever I'm at. Mm. And then even when I'm, when I'm sitting at home, half the time I'll, I'll navigate over to watch it, the digital version versus the, um, the physical copy. But I don't buy just the digital copy because. They can take that away from you. <laughs> they can take it away. Yep. And I think maybe what we can talk about in the news <clears throat> is uh, some of the, the uh, or a comment that came from one of the game makers. Mm. Um, and, and the response to that, which you can't argue with. So anyway. Okay. Um, you, you want to talk about the thing that didn't make it onto our list? Uh, we already talked talked about that was the kitchen that was on my list. Oh, is that one? I wanted to briefly talk about um, sixty minutes. Okay, it was another cool. Netflix one. Yeah, it was this a, one, the mixed martial art film. Yeah, yeah, it's mm. German. It, this is actually not a. This is not on the worst. I was going to say it looks I mean, pretty good. To be honest, yeah, it actually was. I mean, it's it's exactly what you think it's going to be. It's mm. nothing um, out of the ordinary. It's nothing like uber special. Mm. Uh, the action and the fighting, the choreography, all of that, the filmmaking of that, outstanding. Loved it. Um, the story itself, there's very little character development. <coughs> there's very little background on the story. You just have this MMA fighter who's going to a fight, but he's also got his daughter's birthday to go to. And if he doesn't make it there before the birthday party's over, his wife or his ex-wife or his ex-partner or whatever, the girl's mother is going to file for sole custody. Oh, and yeah, so okay. now he's, yeah. he's race against time. He, unbeknownst to him, bad people have bet on the fight. Oh, wow. He runs away from the fight. He leaves the fight. He makes a decision. Screw it. I'm going to. I need to. My daughter's I'm more important. My daughter's more important. Yes. And so then the thugs and ruffians come after him. Because they lost be money. Exactly. I see. Okay. So so you have this chase then. And. It's, well, that's exciting. It's awesome. That's yeah, yeah, It is. I mean, it's. That's what. Like. It's. It's not very long. Um, It's not very deep. Are involved i mean it, it's fine you know what i mean like like the character i began to like him a lot mm. um especially not knowing anything about him right you know we don't we, we <laughs> this, everybody's a stranger 
<laughs> you know, and you just oh, they don't do learn. background. The thugs are no, the bad guys, and that's no, it. No, no, okay. <laughs> no. You get little bits. You get little bits here and there, like, oh, well, this is the friend, or we've been friends for a really long time, or right. you I know, mean, the- we don't ask for the backgrounds of the thugs that John Wick kills. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> so w- we do have more background on John Wick. Yeah, that's um, true. Than this guy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but but in. In comparison, they're kind of the same type of thing. One is not mm. a revenge story, but it's still a, I have a goal that I'm getting to, and that's where I'm going, and nothing's going to yeah. get in my way of doing it. And people it. are going to try to stop him getting there because they have issue with him. Yeah. It, exactly. Mm. And so it's, you know, it's fine. It's it's good for is a the, one. Is the fighting good? Because that's what <laughs> it really needs to be is. good. Yeah, it okay. really is. And it's not just, it's not just him, but he has some people, the main, uh, the, our main character. I mean, he has some people that he trains with. Oh. And so some of them. <clears throat> well, they come I mean, at him. Oh. They can, well, no, they don't come at him, but they can hold their own also. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? Because okay. they, because they train together. Right. And so it's, it, it's really funny to me when you see some of these people, these, you know, these, I mean, they're, they're thugs, they're big, you know, and they can put up a fight and stuff. But they're going but against, against a trained, trained MMA fighter. <laughs> That's always funny just, to me. So just, really? Yeah. Because yeah. even what I love about MMA fighters is that even if you hit them a lot, they're probably not going to go down because that's like their, their conditioning is you never tap out until you black out. Uh, yeah. And so they'll keep coming. So you don't, you don't want to face off an MMA, a really good MMA fighter. Yeah. So it, it, if you're looking for something, I think really what it boils down to, you know, I mean, if you want something that's, that you don't have to invest a lot of time or effort in, mm. um, but is still just an entertaining watch. Yeah. This, this is good for a one-time thing. Um, you know, I okay. would never go back to it and everything else. And it's not highly memorable or anything. No, but when I looked at it, I it, didn't think of it, but it, it, it's exactly what it says yeah, on the tin sort of thing. Exactly. Yep. Okay. That's it. Nice. Oh. Okay. Entertainment so news? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> the thing the thing that I had talked about uh briefly or teased or whatever is mm. Ubisoft. Um <laughs> they, their CEO came out and said, uh be comfortable with not owning your games. Um meaning that the games that you purchase yeah, we could take them back. That's and so the argument then bullshit. is, well, if if me purchasing the video game is not ownership, then me downloading the game is not piracy, or piracy yeah. is not illegal at that point. And so that's what yeah. that's really what they're they're setting up because, I mean, we even talked about a couple of weeks ago how on the PlayStation for um platform it wasn't playstation themselves that did it but uh discovery deleted the content from there yeah so if you had purchased digital content from discovery mm. through the playstation network or store or whatever you just didn't have it anymore yeah and so i'm i mean i'm a big proponent of physical media yeah because if the They'd internet have to come goes into out, your house to take it away Exactly. Well, and yeah. that's I like I truly own it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And I do believe that um well and we've watched so many streaming um like repositories mm. um either collapse or go into other ones and so yeah. 
like I have a ton of movies on Movies Anywhere, and I also have a ton of movies on Vudu. Mm. And while almost all of them overlap, not all of them do. So some are only on Vudu. Some yeah. are only on Movies well, Anywhere. I have a bunch of movies I've bought on Xbox, but I can't watch it on PlayStation. Like, and then <laughs> see, <laughs> see, it make see that. I think I think every movie should come with a digital copy. Yeah. And what's up with this expiration date on the digital copies too? That's ridiculous. Because sometimes I get a you know I get a Blu-ray or a 4K or something like that, and it's a couple years old, and it says with the digital copy, and I go to put it in, and it says this is no longer valid. Why is it no longer valid? That should be a code yeah. for you yours for as long as you own it. Yeah, as yeah, long as it hasn't other, been redeemed. Yeah, it, right. That it's it's part of the the piece of thing that I bought. So yeah. Mm, okay. Continuing with bad news. Uh, a grand jury has I don't know if it's bad news but it's just sad the whole situation a grand jury has indicted indicated Alec Baldwin on I think that's meant I think that's meant to say indicted yeah Um, (laughs) Alec Baldwin on involuntary manslaughter charge for the fatal shooting of cinematographer Hel Holner Hutchins I I don't know what to say about audio, that whole I'm, situation. I'm shaking my head. I yeah, mean, I, I just. D- <laughs> wrong. Mm. Just. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not not right at all. That that he was. <laughs> they chose not to go after him. They're like, no, it's done. Leave it alone. Mm. So. Yeah. I know. Uh, you want happy news? I do want happy news. Jenna Ortega says season two of Wednesday focuses on horror and each episode feels movie length. (laughs) That is very happy news. Yes. It really is. I mean, that is. It's great. So. Uh, And I also have happy news for, for gaming. I think it is the, the Indiana Jones uh, game that's coming out called indiana jones in the great circle so it's like a first person action adventure as it should be it's got its own storyline set between the second and third movie um the voice of india is played by troy baker who is just a phenomenal voice actor yeah you know the last of us all of that kind of stuff he's right yeah he also had a he had an appearance in the yes he did yeah it was a great great him and um What's his face? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, oh. Ellie? Ellie, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sundance has started the in-person. Um, the online <sighs> yeah. per- portion begins <laughs> the end of this coming week, which I bought a lot of tickets to. Um, but so some of the movies, which I was really bummed that they didn't have online Mm. screenings also they're only in person but one of them and i'm actually looking forward to this movie but i didn't realize this so there's a movie called sat oh no that's not the that's not the The same one it's a different it's a different different (laughs) sasquatch movie okay no no no. okay so sorry let me let me reframe this um Jesse Eisenberg and Riley Keough are going to be in a Sasquatch movie called Sasquatch Sasquatch School. 
I thought this was the one um, that had, I think it was, uh, what's his name? Paul Dano as the Sasquatch, I think. Oh, yeah, where he gets dressed it, up in full Sasquatch yeah, yeah, this is not different one, completely different one. So sorry, they're 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 beginning to film this movie. Okay, um, so it's called Sasquatch School. There's no dialogue though. Oh, what? <laughs> We're we've seen a couple of these movies. Silent Night was a disappointment. Very much. Um, so. No One Will Save You had some really great elements in it other than some annoying grunting. Um, mm. But I don't... Should a movie be without dialogue as a gimmick? I mean, we used to have silent movies. That's how we That's started. That's because they didn't have the technology to <laughs> record them and everything like that on the video. So I... Like, I, I don't mind a silent movie. Like, you know, Quiet Place used it for a purpose. Yeah. Right? Um, but that wasn't even a silent movie. That was just quiet, and it had sound effects and other stuff in it. Not that these other movies did, but they seem to, like, have less on purpose. <laughs> it's just yeah. odd. Yeah. Well, in Silent Night, the fact that nobody spoke, that made no sense to me. No, it didn't at all. Yeah. Him not speaking. Him not totally speaking. Good. Yeah. And that's that would explained. have been a better movie, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I just, I I don't think the gimmick portion of it is a good idea. If it fits the context of the story, okay, fine. And I don't know in this one whether or not it does, but there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, there's a first look. I didn't even know this was happening at a Michael Jackson biopic starring Michael Jackson's nephew, Jafar, Jafar Jackson as uh, Jafar, Jafar. He's our man. If he can do it. Great. Um, <laughs> as the musician, uh, if you look on discussing film on Twitter, what X, whatever, there's this black and white, beautiful film of him on his tippy toes in a Michael Jackson pose. And, I'm not, is he doing like the the um, the knees bent and the hands yes, up? That, of, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that iconic shot. Yeah. Uh, if it looks as good as that and the story is emotional, I think this could take a lot of money because there's, there's one person that, um, you know, the king of pop has done an incredible amount of work and people know his songs i like i know the others that we've had recently queen and elton john but i think this one will i i think this is going to be a big film oh i think it'll be a big film it'll be interesting though because just of the controversy that still surrounds him they need to stick they... with it like go for it like just like be just honest address it head on yeah 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 yeah, because I mean, you, you, I mean, the king of pop for for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I, and held so many number ones, so for many so number long. ones. But think about yeah. some of the life story you could tell. The Jackson Five, like you could do it an hour before you even get to that. You know, his life story with his brothers is um, well, and the story to like telling the a dad. Yeah, yeah, and also you could do stuff about. 
him um his skin condition and then wanting to be like diana ross you know this it's a messed up story he is sleeping in basically a coffin that's like fumigated not fumigated but like sealed um with mm-hmm. like its own oxygen tank mm-hmm. the whole controversy about holding the child over the banister you know there's so much a neverland he's there's so much it would be a yeah. really interesting film if they're honest with it yeah so i guess we'll see we were talking about physical releases physical media mm-hmm. um somebody had reached out to uh, mike flanagan on twitter uh, yeah. asking hey are we ever gonna get a um physical release of releases. midnight mass yeah and he's like i want that to happen um i want netflix to do it he's been said we've been trying for years to convince them to do physical releases of the stuff but so far no luck he hasn't given up hope yet but i would buy a mike flanagan box set like straight away <laughs> But I want all of his stuff, not just the Netflix things. I mean, I want no, but like even the <clears> stuff <throat> that the movies that they oh yeah they've done that they won't do physical releases for oh <clears throat> oh yeah like yeah, with just, he, yeah. his title like obviously that one, but the others the the movies Gerald's Game and yeah uh, what's the other one? But I would love Oculus. Yes, and oh, um, Oculus would be amazing. <clears throat> what's his other series? Imagine having the three series. Oh that yeah, done, uh, Haunting like of a, Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass, yeah, and then um, um, the Fall one of we House just of had. Usher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, Netflix it's could make an actually it's a crap ton shocking. of money there. It's shocking that they they won't do that. And, and you know the funny thing is that I I'm willing to bet that people would be kind of like me. They would buy the physical and then still rewatch it on Netflix's platform. For sure, I just want to own it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Do you you still like the Harry Potter movies, right? I do. Yeah, even though the the world has decided that JK Rowling sucks because she has different issues on the trans people. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so the the way discussing film has they I mean they they sometimes they are just controversial for the sake of being controversial so they want to get a rise out but the the source is from deadline so it's an accurate mm. um story but the way they start they go no one trans transphobe jk rowling is now reported to be an exec producer on the harry potter series where she will be involved in the show's decision making well one of course she would be i'm yes. pretty sure she owns like a massive Still, part of the IP, the rights yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah, she would never give that up. That'd be so dumb. Um, just because she has certain ideas on something about a people group doesn't mean her creativity and excellence in telling a story is now bad. Like, <laughs> what? And for them to start off the 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 text or the, the message like that means they are trying to incite more anger with the people to get more clicks. That should be a reporting no-no. Just do well, a good article. And let me give you because they, they were they were referencing deadline, right? Yeah. Okay. So let me give you an alternate um, announcement from okay. Culture Crave right. from a deadline story right. on this. Yeah. 
Max is open to making multiple Harry Potter shows. Writers have been making pitches this week. See? <laughs> the, so there's a different perspective. And you can right, see which like, way they they lean. One is clickbait. Yeah. And and to to incite something. And maybe that's true. I'm not saying it's not true. And that there's you know what? And you can have like I agree that some of the things she says are problematic, you know, and I don't I don't actually follow her or look into her stuff. So I don't know and I can't speak with authority on all of her stances or really any of her stances. But if we're talking about just the Harry Potter series, let's focus on the Harry Potter series or shows. I am not ashamed to say I follow her. I think she's in a phenomenal writer as an author my, myself. I will follow people of talent. If you think about, like, I, I can differentiate. Like, I know you've got some issues. Let's hope that you will work on that. And one day you'll come yeah. to a place where you can accept people for who they are. But it doesn't necessarily mean that your opinion, everybody has an opinion that's valid. It doesn't necessarily mean that your opinion should be heard. It's just that because she has a bigger voice sure. that that she's able to, because she's such a big writer. Uh, mm -hmm. But the talent of what she's written, it can't be denied. If you <laughs> look at some of the stuff that Stephen King's written in his early books, you'll be like, whoa, there. But no one's like going after him for that. If you look at uh, Orson Welles, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to Stephen King there for a second yeah. dude so many of his books I mean the parts that are not that are in it especially dude. how to um, how to <laughs> how to have an orgy uh, with the yeah that, a yeah, that's not young, in the movie that that's is not, not in, in the, the show no. <laughs> yeah the, that is there are so many themes that are recurring in his books yeah <laughs> But I still buy, like, when he has a new book out, I normally will buy his book and goes, I know this is going to be great. Fairy Tale that I just read is one of the best books he's ever written. It's incredible. Ooh. Nice. I just bought Holly. I'm so excited to read it. Awesome. Because I love that character. But yeah, yeah, that's... So people need to get over themselves. There are bigger issues to deal with. If you are a trans person, I can understand how that might be offensive to you. But there are so many other issues as a trans person that this shouldn't be the thing that you concentrate on. Maybe, I don't know. I think I can differentiate the, what's, I, I guess it's I, what's important to me is different, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I could see that because she is such a big voice and a loud voice, mm. you know, and she could have her words could have influence um that that as a trans person that would then be problematic to me and worrisome because not necessarily that she herself can change anything or make things harder for me mm. but people that follow her or listen to her that are in a place of power to do something mm. may latch onto that you know i'm not saying that is that happens but I think we need to be careful. We've, we've forgotten that we can have different viewpoints and discuss them as human beings and go, oh, sure. you believe this, this is what I believe, without attacking each other and saying, well, therefore, because you believe this, you are a lesser person, and now you shouldn't be able to write uh, and have a job. It, it, it's, yeah, what? Yeah, the canceling is, is that's I think that's sketchy, yeah. just because you don't agree with somebody to... to have them canceled. I mean, I think, you know what, the, the, 
if people don't like you, say you make a movie and people don't like you, they're not going to go and support the movie. Um, you know, and so, okay, you can still have your view. You can still, you know, write your thing or do, do your thing and people will make that decision for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. versus no, you don't, you just, it, it gets, it gets complicated. I think at some points, mm. you know, because where, at what point do you, should something be stopped or stepped in on and at least. I think it's good tempered. to talk about them, but I, we've lost the ability to talk like human beings. Oh, that, well, that's like, just, yeah. we're all it's human. Just, that's where we start from. We're just shouting obscenities at each other. Through a keyboard. Yeah. Which. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very so rare to, you're going to change somebody's mind. Oh, yeah. Like on a keyboard. You're just yeah, going to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What's the point? Especially through insults and yeah. aggression. That's. that's yeah. No, that. If you happen to meet her in a coffee shop and say, hey, your viewpoint on this, you want to talk about it for five minutes? Like if you, perhaps you're a friend of hers and you have a different viewpoint and she, she talks to you and then she, you make her think like, oh yeah, maybe I'm not so mm -hmm. right in this. Maybe there is a yeah. different way to look at this. That would be the way to go about it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, um, mm -hmm. In weird news, do yes. you remember Polar Express? Yes. The one with like the hot chocolate scene and the, the nightmare yeah. fuel CGI. Yeah. Yeah. They're making a Polar Express 2 20 years after it's been released. Who asked for this? I mean, literally the title from this guy, from this, uh, <laughs> this Twitter feed is called Everything Out of Context. And <laughs> it says not everything, not every film needs a sequel. Because <laughs> this is, this, this is one of those, like, Why? Yeah. Mm. Hot, hot chocolate. <clears throat> Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, I, yeah. The, I don't like that movie anymore. Chocolate. I mean, I, I liked it and then I didn't like it and I still don't. It's fine, <laughs> but I don't watch it. No. Um, hey, so we're getting, um, a, you know how movies sometimes go in cycles where like all of a sudden we get like the same type of theme coming out? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Dante's so, Peak, Volcano, Armageddon, Deep Impact. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're getting, uh, what is it, Lisa Frankenstein? Is that what it's called? Uh, the new movie written by Diablo Cody. Um, mm. But Guillermo del Toro is also coming out with Frankenstein. Oh, really? And Jacob Ellardy, the guy from Saltburn and then most notably or whatever from the... Um, to all the boys I loved series mm. who yeah. he kind of poo pooed being on that series afterwards. Once he was in, which yeah. dude, you, don't do that. Uncool. That's yeah, don't good. do that. Yeah. And those, the first movie was great. So, well, no, maybe it was the kissing. Oh, it was the kissing booth. The Whatever. kissing booth. That's the one. It was it's, still, that was a fun little rom-com there. So think about all the yeah. people he just insulted. By yeah. saying that. Yeah. Well, even the actors that he acted with on that. Yeah. What? That sucks. Man. Anyway. Yeah, that's, that's unprofessional. He, yeah. So anyway, Jacob Elderdy, he is going to be playing Frankenstein's monster in Guillermo del Toro's Frankenstein. Well, maybe he is so a monster. We'll, I don't know. May, may, <laughs> <laughs> so it, it'll be interesting to see because I'm, I hope that um, it will embrace some of the, the dark and horror elements of, of this. Well, Scanmer, if anybody's able to do it. 
Yeah. The nice. visuals should be spectacular. Yes. Which. Mm. Yeah, it should be great. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully. Google will now warn users that they can still track you in incognito mode because this comes after settling a $5 billion lawsuit where I, I guess people found out that incognito means you can still be tracked by Google. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. As <Whoopsie>. everybody's going, <sighs> how do I clear my... <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, on my deathbed, you're like, son, just Burn my computer. Yeah, just, just kill it, man. <laughs> just throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So I uh, that's all the news I have. Okay. Do you have any more? Yeah. Uh, HBO canceled... The flight attendant after two seasons, which doesn't surprise me because they're canceling everything. Um, I thought it was fairly popular, the flight attendant. I loved the first season. The second season, less so. so. Okay. But you did watch them. I did both of them. Yeah. Okay. That was Kaylee Kuka, right? Yes. The the first season is outstanding. I mean, it is. So do you think maybe that's the reason why that the second was just not up as good as the first? I think a little bit, yeah. It mm. just, it kind of, it, it went off the rails a little bit and didn't, um, like it lost a lot of the mystery aspect of what made the first season so engaging. Right. So. Okay. Um, Tron 3 has officially begun filming. So it's taken years and years. Uh, it, they don't seem to have the people I wanted in it. <laughs> Jared Leto, Evan Peters, Cameron Monaghan, Greta Lee, and Jodie Turner-Smith are all in it. I love the second one. It's one of my, probably my favorite soundtrack of all time. That, yeah. And I saw it in IMAX a few times. (sighs) That film is incredible. Like, honestly, it blew my mind. It was great. And the ability to, so far removed from the original. Mm-hmm. To then make it so well tied in yeah. to the original. It's genius. And yeah. To bring Keep Jeff Bridges. The originals, back because in. it has a proper cult following that first original. Oh, bring yeah. Bridges in, make the story relevant to that first one, but do something completely unique as well. Yeah. Well, and for like our generation, dude, yeah. come on. I mean, oh. Tron was. Tron is the thing, you know, it's the, it links everything the 80s, nostalgia, arcades. The uh, the disking that was that was the height of technology when we you know first watched it it was awesome. How many of <laughs> us wanted the, the light cycles, dude? <laughs> oh, we all wanted that. Absolutely. Uh, Karen, I don't know if it needs a third movie though. I always wanted one because I just loved what they did and I wanted to know what they were going to do at the the end because how it ends it's it's. We have her in the world now. Like, that's weird. Yeah. She exists. So I want to see what that means. Does it affect our world? It'd be interesting if they went that way with the story. Um, but she's not in it. <laughs> no, and neither is the main yeah. dude. Yeah. So it's a different story then. It's probably going to be some weird prequel or something stupid. Mm. It can't be a prequel. Mm. because Like the, a prequel. The, it's, it's, Jeff Bridges, his character, uh, Flynn... Yeah, he wrote they're going to the ruin it. That's what the, I'm. That's what I'm reading. They're he, ruining it. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm judging. I'm judging a book before its cover, but yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah, a lot of yeah, hope for this at the moment. Here, but I yeah, think totally. I'm okay with gatekeeping on this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, continuing on the gatekeeping, Madam Web now stands al- <laughs> is a st- in a standalone universe. Do you know they had to reshoot a bunch of the movie because they had a great Andrew Garfield <laughs> Spider-Man connection Sorry. to his Sorry. universe? They were going to have him in it or at least mention him. He might have had a cameo, I think. And yeah. now, and then they reshot it to be in Tom Holland's. Uh-huh. But now they've removed everything to spend. Now it's in a standalone. What is going on with this movie? Because they had the timeline wrong. <laughs> right. Who, who, the continuity what? person, like, what? that gives me no hope for this movie. None Dude, whatsoever. All I know is I was researching spiders in the Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The arachnophobia. Yeah. Yeah. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 has now officially been retitled to Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Because they're going to call the second movie not Dead Reckoning. <laughs> Reckoned. R- retconned. <laughs> <sighs> I d- mm. Okay. I just want the movie to come out. <laughs> That's what... <laughs> Doesn't exist, man. <laughs> It, I don't think it does yet. <laughs> it doesn't. It it actually doesn't. <sighs> and between the strikes and now are all these spikes in COVID again, I mean I'm I am fearful that we're gonna have many years. Um, and yeah. Anyways, yeah. I'm still mm. confused about how Tom Cruise looks on the poster of Mission Impossible. It doesn't look like him at all. It's one of those movies where you're like, who is that? That's not Tom Cruise. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, probably. Anyway, that's all my news. Let's talk about what we are looking forward to in the coming week. Yeah, let's do that. Um, there is a Apple mm, coming on Thursday, Masters of the Air. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is like I, I uh, need the to Pacific and Band of Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, yeah, looking yeah, yeah. forward to this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. I've been holding off watching them just because they wanted to get closer, but yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um there is a Netflix series coming on Thursday. It's a limited series called Griselda. Mm-hmm. It's a slow burn apparently, but there's a lot of hype. Well, Netflix is hyping it up a lot, so um don't know. Inspired by real events, the fictional dramatization shows of Griselda Blanco's journey from the Medellin was it Medellin to becoming Medellin. the god? Yeah, it's Medellin to becoming the godmother of Miami's drug empire. Sure, cool. I, I'm I'm more looking forward to Master of the Universe Re- Revolution that comes out on Thursday. I'm not touching that one. I got burned by the. I just, I don't, I don't want to deal with the people. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. No, I, 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 I don't blame you. The thing you and I are, that are really excited for is Badland Hunters. <laughs> yes. We're going to so love excited. that. I just know we are. Oh. Yeah. And it's a film. And, it's not a series. So we can just, you know, two yep. hours. Yep. Uh, there is a, uh, a series coming to Paramount Plus called Sexy Beast. Comes out on Thursday, the 25th. Mm. Um, I don't know at the moment if 
all episodes are dropping at once or if it's a weekly type of thing. Um, okay. Cool. The, you still have not seen this. What? Which, ooh, that was a, whew, that was a whistle. That was weird. Um, Godzilla minus one. Minus color. It's not. It's not at the cinemas anymore. I tried to, and nobody in my family wanted to go with me. So <gasps> it was sad. Yeah. Oh, dude, it is so freaking great. And I don't. I mean, the poster for the minus color is like oh, the, the the black and white. The black one, yeah. and white. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious. Um, do you think maybe they was, did do what we wanted them to do and have a bit of color there at the end? I hope so. I hope they keep <laughs> the atomic breath, the yeah. color, um, and the so spicing. They did that. It's yeah. unlocks God mode there. Um, yeah. The it's crazy that this movie Godzilla minus one was supposed to be like a one week um, thing. Yeah, it's still it. going Just, in a lot of places, isn't it? It's like two months later. It's still going, <laughs> and and now we have a re release of you know in black and white. Oh, black which, and white. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, if it comes yeah. out here in black and white, I may get to watch it yet. That'll be cool. Well, I'm, I may, if it's, ah, uh, see, it should be, it'll be playing next week also. Mm. Um, because this week I have Sundance at the end of the week. I have 15 yeah, movies to watch in four that. days, um, <laughs> which is less movies than last year. Last year, I think I had 23 movies. Yeah. And that was stupid. That, that was stupid. That was, yeah. That was ridiculous because I didn't even get to watch all of them. So I donated it, so. some of my money um, uh, just to Sundance. So yeah. <laughs> I tried to I buy an people. individual ticket, but it doesn't seem to be working. Uh, Not and my face you, just it? froze. I'm going to change battery. So One Piece has done quite well with the live action. And there's the new series of One Piece on Netflix now, like with the brand new arc that they've started. Uh, so they've started releasing them on Netflix. I guess they have a big deal, like since they've done the live action. Um, but one of the other things that people were talking about is the same. There's there's a story that started right. I think it's right at the beginning with one of the characters that they've now animated that that's part of the One Piece universe, but it's a particular character. Um, it's called Monsters, and it's called, what's it called? 103 Mercies Dragon Damnation. Uh, that comes out on Sunday. So it's it's part of the One Piece collection. So it's definitely in that universe. It was never animated before. It's the first time it's been animated. So it's a pretty deep, hmm. big deal for the people that love um, One Piece. Nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have anything else on my list, and that feels wrong. That does seem wrong. What about um, Captivating the King? Comes out on Sunday. It's a Korean romantic story. Amid a royal and political power struggle, a king, entangle a king entangles with an intriguing woman whose hidden desire for revenge transforms into uh, an intended love. Hmm. I don't... What's you know that on? That? That's no. uh, Netflix. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh no, I didn't, I didn't have that. That's mm. crazy. Okay. Um, Dr. Slump, a, I think it is also a Korean series that starts on Saturday. Uh, once rivals in school, two brilliant doctors reunite by chance, each facing life's 
worst slump and unexpectedly finding solace in each other. It's swoon-worthy and romantic. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, um, there are two things coming to Amazon to Prime this week. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Kevin James's stand-up, Irregardless. Nice. Is coming on the 23rd. And then there's a season called Expats. And that comes out the 26th. Yeah, I've heard about that. Um, so, oh, yeah. It's uh, set against the complex tapestry of Hong Kong residents. Expats depicts a multifaceted group of women after a single encounter sets off a change of life-altering events that mm. leaves everyone navigating the intricate balance between blame and accountability. Nicole Kidman is in this. Yeah, I've heard good things about this. I've heard it's really good. Wow. So, um, hopefully... Which will live up to that. Uh, yeah. I'm interested to know if this horror has come out in the US yet, because it's only coming out on at cinemas in 26. It's called uh, Baghead. It's from the producers of It and Barbarian. I've heard of this. Okay. Um, it, why have I... Yeah, no, uh, well... Huh. No, I think it's... Did it already come out here? That's weird. Mm. Um, no, I don't know why I've heard of this, though. That's okay. the thing. Yeah, so that... In the UK, at least, it comes out on the 26th. So this week at cinemas. And also, one I, I really wanted to watch uh, this week at cinemas that I didn't get a chance to. It's just come out here. It's called The End We Start From. It's Jodie Com Comer, stars as a new mother who is forced to seek safety f uh, when London is submerged by severe floods in an intimate, poetic story of motherhood and family survival. That looks really good. That, ooh. It's, oh, this is a movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it, it's it, it debuted at TIFF. Yeah. Nice. Okay, no, I didn't, um... I don't think this is playing around me. Oh, interesting. Okay. It, well, and it was supposed to come out yesterday, um, the twenty, the nineteenth of January in yeah. the U.S. Well, yeah, it came out here in the oh. U.K. <clears throat> that, uh, also, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It. Hmm. It's not playing around me though. I wonder if it's interesting. Well, might be very limited. It could be. Um. That sounds kind of good. And I love Jodie Comer. She's yes, she's fantastic. I loved yeah. her in, um, with Ryan Reynolds in the full oh, free guy, free guy, free guy. Yeah. Yeah. But but, great. Obviously in Eve, um, getting, Oh Eve. yeah. Yeah. But dude, this has got, um, also Benedict Cumberbatch, Joel Fry. Yeah. It's like a, it, it looks like a gold film that just is swept under the radar. Yeah. Mark Strong. And end, end of January. Like, that's why I wanted to go watch it. I just wasn't quite up for it yesterday. I have got to find out where this is playing. Hmm. Yeah, that is. Um, and on the 1st of February, so a little bit ahead of this week, but just thought mm -hmm. on the off chance people are big fans, because I know this is a big following, the Chosen series, like the Jesus series, the Chosen, is now in its fourth oh. season and the first two episodes of the fourth season are um, at the cinema. Oh. Yeah. I can't okay. believe it. It's it's 
doing so well this series. Well, I can. Mm, well, I guess religion. Yeah. 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 I, kn- I know a lot of people who fawned over that yeah. and I watched part of an episode and I turned it off. Right. So. Okay. But my birthday movie on the 2nd of uh, February is going to be Argyle. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm seeing that on the 30th and I am excited. Ooh, it looks Ooh. so good. It has I, all, all the people and the director and everything that I want from a movie, really. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and the cat. Sam Rockwell jumping out of a uh, oh, jumping on. out of a floor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't care how far fetched this is. It sounds. It looks awesome. Come on. So Anytime Sam Rockwell plays a an action like assassin. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> yep. Good to go. Yeah. So right on. Uh, well, that's all my um, what I'm looking forward to. Oh. Okay. Well, hey, thank you for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it. Don't forget, uh, February 3rd, we're going live. So you can catch us on our individual YouTube channels. Uh, we will put out the times. My guess is it's going to be 8 a.m. Pacific, which makes it 4 p.m. Is that London time? Yeah. London. London. So um, there's two times for you to figure out where where mm. <laughs> what time it is where you live. Um, but we also have our Patreon opportunity at patreon.com slash thebeardedones. One pound gets in there to access to 90 videos and more coming each week. Uh, rate and review us wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast if you've never done so before. Then also um, please like, share, subscribe over on YouTube. Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday. Me, Chris, Movies and Munchies. With that, we will see you next week. Take care.